Hi friends, Elle here. We wanted to let you know that we have a live show of Shit Cosplayers Say coming up with Anime Iowa Online on August 1st at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So we will be doing the game board, the challenges, we'll have some prizes, and we have some new categories for you. So that is our live show of Shit Cosplayers Say on Saturday, August 1st, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash animeiowa and twitch.tv slash lavicosplay. See you soon. gone to shit this is shit cosplayers say so I we're apparently it. gonna hire paragon <laughs> from wigwig cosplay to do our trailer from now on <laughs> guess what we have friends period guess what we have friends on the show today if you don't say hi they're gonna think we made you up oh, no. i'm an imagination <laughs> i'm not he's, he's a pixel that's why he's yeah, a technicolor it's true. So, yes, that's you. <laughs> that's us. Hey! Today's episode, we are bringing you another wholesome content. This one is about cosplay and fandom and love. Aww. Every time you do that, it makes me think of <laughs> Welcome to Lotus Island. <laughs> when Slane's like... <gasps> Love. Yes. <laughs> Suki. Suki yo. Yep. Love him. Pow pow pan. Can we please do that skit again? Just say it. Yep. It's a good time. But yes, we have stories for you today about love. And yes, we know that we have the best friend love story ever told. But we are not telling our story today. Instead, we are going to tell other people's stories today. But I bet this, I think this podcast is about me. Yes, we did establish that last time that this podcast is about us. But we are going to try to give it over to other people today. Like our friends, Wigwig. Would you guys like to officially introduce yourselves? Sure, yeah. We're Wigwig Cosplay. We're a cosplaying duo out of Minnesota. We like crafting and we like competing and we like teaching and learning. Yeah, I guess some things that we like to do uh, along with competing is we like to run panels at conventions. We like to help out with the cosplay departments. Sky Pirate helps me make less mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) I enable you to do more things and create possibilities for mistakes truth but but the real question (laughs) is do you do less mistakes than you would have otherwise because she enables you to do more things which creates more mistakes but if you hadn't done the things you wouldn't have made those particular mistakes to begin with i i would say in truth that sky pirate enables me to try some (laughs) things that i would not try normally i've been caught but i get (laughs) Lots of support 
and help from Sky Pirate. So that's, she's a good teacher. You should listen to her. Friendship is magic. And yes, that's when I learn how to do things that I am completely and totally lost on. (laughs) That's valid. Hey, Sky Pirate, how do I do this? I don't know what this is. Help. Hey, if we can pass on some knowledge that we've gained from making 10,000 mistakes, that's that's a plus. Then you can make less than 10,000. That is how all of us master cosplayers end up learning, is we learn by making our mistakes, and then we pass or what you not can make to your do own to mistakes. the rest of you. You have that choice, but don't say we didn't warn you. You also forgot one of the uh, more important things about being Team USA 2019 for the International Cosplay League. Oh, you're right. I thought you were going to say something about our adorable cat. But, I mean, <laughs> oh, well, she's, she's absolutely important. <laughs> yeah, let's get our priorities in order. <laughs> well, and I feel like you couldn't put anything besides Peppy Cat above number one because she wouldn't let you. She would veto. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she would. And she would stare at you while that she did it. absolutely true. You push She'd it push right it off, off the, the table. Counter. Yep. It'd be the, the meme with the cat sitting at the table that you have oh, a puppy. The one where the cat's sitting at the end of the table, like glaring. But yes, we have an adorable cat. And also we went to Spain to cosplay, which was super fun. I'd have to say that was probably the most, next to like all the friendships and opportunities that we've gotten through cosplay. Being the 2019 U.S. representatives for duo for USA to ICL was amazing. It was kind of the first time that either of us had done anything that large for cosplay. Yeah, it was a blast. Just getting to like go and see all these like uh, European cosplayers and South American cosplayers and just cosplayers from all over the place. And the competition was, was super high level, which was sweet. Yeah, it was really fun because it's always good to see like the different levels of cosplay around the world. Because we get so used to what we see in America that it's... It's really fun to see how other countries do cosplay, especially if we're all thrown into a room together, kind of are expected to be doing the same thing, which is the craftsmanship and performance, kind of the diversity yeah, that it was cosplay a blast. brings. We made lots of friends, of course, as well. So Shout out friends. to our Austrians. Shout out. We love you, our Austrian friends. But yeah, we uh, competed in the duo category and we managed to win as well, which was pretty sweet. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, and to our knowledge, it's the first time a U.S. duo brought home gold for the United States, so that's pretty neat, because we've done really well in solo categories. It was fun to be the kind of the first duo to do that. And while we were in Spain, we got engaged, but oh. we'll save that story for later. Yes, we have some uh, big shoes to fill for now 2021. So I asked for submissions from listeners for love stories related to cosplay conventions and fandom all the stories i got were engagement stories however none of them were getting engaged on stage at a cosplay competition which was really surprising to me well because i would say three-fourths of the competitions i've been to have have an engagement in them yeah a lot of them do unless they outright ban them Right, which some cons do. Like, some competitions, it says in the rules, no engagements. I wonder what caused them to put that rule. Well, there are certain cons that get that asked almost every year. So they're probably just, they have to work their entire, like, halftime around somebody's engagement. 
times we competed at KatsuCon, which usually happens over Valentine's Day weekend opportunities. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Uh, so. I mean, yes, I the mean... opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've seen we've seen a bunch of engagements. It'll be fun to hear some stories that are not onstage engagements, but that still have to do with cons and cosplay. Yeah, I think almost every con we went to in 2016 or so had an engagement on stage. We were almost wondering, when is it going to end? And then when another would happen, we would cheer because we were like, yes, the streak, keep going, keep going. So we had our own game going on while these people were getting engaged. We were like, okay, let's tally it up. Another one? Okay, a different state, another one? I would love to hear from some people who did choose to do that, like why they made that choice. Especially the people that we know who have done it, they, they chose very specifically like what convention they would do it at because it was the one that they either met at or all their friends are at or they've been going to since they started dating. Or they faked it and everyone thought they proposed, but they really didn't. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we were just such good actors. Everyone thought it was real. I mean... <laughs> That was one of your 2016 skits. That was a 2016 skit. Yes. When we got fake engaged and we came home and Facebook blew up with congratulations. And we're like, you guys thought that was real? What? Can't be a skit ever. I think it I think it's just people really, really want it to be true. (laughs) It could be. You did say we are the greatest love story ever told. Are the greatest love story ever told. And people want <laughs> the engagement. Well, I mean, we could get friend engaged. And then we could get friend yeah. married in Vegas. That's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. No, I you mean, can. You can legit book like a oh, package to get friend married in Vegas. Yep. You totally can. It's definitely a thing. Are you speaking from experience? This sounds like something you guys should have already done. It actually does sound like something we should have already done. <laughs> we haven't gone to Vegas together yet. We haven't gone to Vegas. We've talked about it. But then um, Otakon Vegas closed, and then we never went to Vegas. When I was in Vegas, I kept sending Elle photos going, we could take pictures and cosplay here. <laughs> That's right, you did. I was like, wouldn't this make a really great backdrop for Miraculous? That's right. Wouldn't this make a really great backdrop for Rare Earth? What I'm getting at is you were hinting at me that we should be getting friend engaged in Vegas. All I said was photo shoots. You can read into that however you want. But let's be honest, people wouldn't be surprised. No. No, I think if there's any two friends that anyone would expect to get friend married, it would be us. (laughs) But if we're going to do that, we got to go with the whole, like, pomp and circumstance. Like, yes, we'd have to do it in cosplay. Obviously. Obviously. You can can finally have Marinette marry Adrian and your dreams will come true. Aw, cute. (laughs) But we'd have to get epically engaged first. Epically friend engaged? Yes. But we said we weren't going to do your story. We're not, because we're not here to talk about us, because I bet you think the show (laughs) is about us. It's supposed to be about our listeners, but as everyone knows, we tangent like crazy, and that is a (gasps) thing. Yeah, shock, right? We went on a tangent. We don't don't do tangents. Tell us the pretty story. Since you guys want to tell a pretty story, how about you tell your story? Engagement story, here we go. We, we teased it earlier. Tell our, I'll tell our meeting story as a uh, bad movie trailer voice. How's that? In a basement where there are only nerds. 
they play the game known as D&D, second edition. Suddenly, someone knocks on the front door. Who is it? It's Sky Pirate. It's me. One of the nerds from the basement goes upstairs to answer the door. It's me, Paragon. <laughs> so dreamy. Yeah, our first conversation was actually about wearing high-heeled shoes. Um, I had to take my shoes off because wearing high heels on carpet is difficult. And I took them off, stating wearing high heels on carpet is difficult. <laughs> to which Paragon responds, I wouldn't know. I've never worn high heels on carpet. And then dashed immediately back into the basement. <laughs> Leaving me in the very empty upper floor of the house. I was, we were busy. There was stuff going on. Like, we were fighting orcs or something. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, so you don't even remember. He <laughs> <laughs> was so busy. It might have been his turn. <laughs> Could have been anything. Gerblins. Gerblins. Could have been Gerblins. Could have been, I don't remember, honestly. But anyway, that's how we met, because uh, I'm really nerdy. So, uh, Sky Pirate had a nerdy friend who was playing with me, but... Sky Pirate didn't get that nerdy until later. I caught the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's our meeting story. I mean, I was already a nerd before that. I watched anime. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, you know. Just not a D&D nerd. Fast forwarding, like, eight years. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we dated for a long time. Eight years. And then... <laughs> and then I had to go pick out a ring. And, uh, like I said, we both work from home, so I can't, like go on a work break or something and have it be secret. So I had to be like, all right, I have to do it while I'm doing other errands and I'll just pretend one of those errands took really long time. So I was going to uh, a soup place for supper. I was going to Verizon for a phone thing. I did go to the soup store (laughs) and I was going to total wine. And of course the ring shop. So I was like, which of these is the best excuse? Well, first of all, it took me a lot longer to shop for the ring than I thought it would, because I kind of knew what I was getting, but it still took a long time. I did sneak out some of cosplay rings to get the right size, though. I'm kind of proud of that. Yeah, he took... Okay, so this is really cool, y'all. <laughs> he took my rings from my Balthier cosplay that we had made out of Warbla, and took them to the jeweler to have my ring size made, because one of them I wear on my ring finger. So he took a cosplay ring to a real jeweler and had them get a ring size from it. And it took a while. So <laughs> I had to be like, all right, which of these places is gonna, is gonna, am I going to say took forever? First of all, the soup place took forever because there were like a bunch of people there. The Verizon store somehow didn't. I didn't actually go to Total Wine because it took me so long to get the ring. I was like, I just need to get home before it gets really weird and suspicious. So I go home and I'm like, uh yeah it just uh i spent a whole bunch of time in total wine just looking at stuff and then i remembered that we we already have a couple bottles of wine so i didn't buy anything and i believed (laughs) all of this that's the that's the oddest part usually i can catch him in a lie because paragon gets really giggly and kind of he's terrible at lying somehow this lie managed to work and because he does get lost in total wine this is true (laughs) so i did not think anything was weird about it yeah. yeah, so step one, successful. I have a ring. <laughs> Yay. I would I would have gone with the cell phone store, though. That would have been... I mean... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, step two is get the ring to Spain, where I'm going to propose. So we were going to Spain not only with, like, trip stuff in the suitcases, but also, like, cosplays. 
Which means Sky Pirate has been over those suitcases with a fine-toothed comb, and there's no way I can hide even a tiny ring anywhere in them. I just stuck it in my wallet. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> and then proceeded to try not to uh, show my wallet very often, because there was a suspicious little uh, bump. Bump on the wallet. Yeah, so this was really funny because like sometimes I would move the wallet off the bedside table, or I would make sure the wallet was in the backpack, or I would open the wallet to grab money, or make sure like we had our like ID cards. And Honestly, things. it's kind of amazing that it was never found. <laughs> it, it is. It is amazing because I knew every single thing that was in those suitcases down to the very angle at which they were packed, but I did not see a ring in your wallet where there is only one space in order to put it so hiding the ring in spain step two success uh step three actually proposing this one got a little messy because obviously i hadn't told sky pirate i was going to propose and we had gone to toledo and walked around and toledo is a big hill so we walked around a lot we were there for the entire day yeah. walking this hill and my plan was to uh, propose at sunset up on like an overlook. And then Sky Pirate was like, I don't think I want to go. Let's just go back. It's getting kind of late and I'm tired. And I'm like, I'm tired. Oh, F. Big F. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, uh, uh. And then I did a lot of that. And did a lot of, lot of uh-ing. Trying to figure out, like, how I can possibly get her out to this overlook without giving it away before I realized that it was pretty much impossible to get her out to the overlook without giving anything away. So I made up some, like, random story about how Gail and I had planned a photo shoot not in cosplay because we never got photos except in cosplay when we travel and we need some photos of just us. And Which I believed. For I don't a little know why bit. I keep falling for <laughs> a little bit. I love it. But she was suspicious. She didn't want to go in a taxi. So we called the photographer who we had set up to come and grab us. And then I think she st- she the gig was kind of up. It really wasn't. I was kind of dense. Really? I was just really hot and tired. That's fair. Yeah, she was really tired. I felt really bad about it. But we had to go to this overlook. So we get to, like, this this overlook spot, and we have to, like, climb up a little hill. It's not too bad, but like I said, we've been walking all day. Anyway. So we climb the hill, and I think that's when you figured it out. Yeah, that, that was kind of when. Because there were, like, two photographers there, and, like, a kid. <laughs> One of the photographers that brought her son with. And then uh, we were kind of, like, waiting for sunset and everything to get good photos with the sun like behind us and we did proposal photos overlooking like the town or the city and so she knew a little bit in advance but it was still it was still a good and then this jerk made me cry i did i ugly cried (laughs) um because he started saying the the lines of the song from how to train your dragon three two how to train your dragon two two. and the the song that stoic sings to valkia and yeah, I know, right? Aww. So yeah, so it was very adorable and very fitting for us because we we do really enjoy Astrid and Hiccup a lot. So it was fun to bring How to Train Your Dragon into our relationship in that way as well. So Right. And I wanted to tie it a little bit to like our cosplay hobby that we do together without like doing it 
so it was for a trip that we were taking for cosplay and then on the trip i did so that's our proposal story can i say that for my own story well and you do now have the wedding outfits from how to train your dragon (laughs) that is true yep (laughs) so that's us that's our story about cosplay i mean what a great use of a trip to spain that already had so many memories attached to it to attach such a big memory yeah it was kind of just like really really good time and then just the icing on the cake it was just i couldn't i couldn't imagine it being even better than it was i think it was as good as it gets which was perfect yeah so why didn't you want to go in the taxi I was hot and tired and sweaty, and I didn't want to impose myself on another person, especially a stranger. <laughs> I'm just impressed you never found that ring in his right? wallet. And the thing is, okay, I know. this is the wildest part. I legitimately, that morning, had taken his wallet and had asked, can we remove some of the things like receipts and gift cards for like tandy leather, places that are not in Spain out of his wallet and move them into our suitcases. So I may that or may that not have had wallet. a lot in the wallet to make it less obvious that there was a ring in there. <laughs> I was taking things out of this wallet and I was still not able to see it. <laughs> Did you just get like a huge nervous sweat every time she opened your wallet? Okay, so whenever I was with my wallet, like out in the room, I generally kind of protected it. <laughs> So she got into it while I was, like, taking a shower or, like, you know, when I was doing something else is when she'd go and get into it. No, that time I literally asked you, you were standing on the other side of the room, and I asked you, can I take these things out? And you said yes. So I don't know if you had taken it out and hidden it. Oh, maybe it was already gone at that point. Oh, wait, that was the morning of, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was already in my pocket at that point. Okay, see, there we go. And then another time earlier. But there was another time where you had gotten into it while I was doing something else, and I was like, shh. Shoot. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Uh, clearly, I didn't find it. There was times throughout the trip where his wallet had to be in our backpack, forfeit it off his person, and he would get really, really <laughs> stressed. And I didn't know why. Like, this is a first. We've traveled internationally before. I've never seen him like this. But we were all really, like, anxious and, you know, kind of heightened from just being there for competition. So we were like, okay. Maybe we're just all a little stressed, but I guess it was a different matter. (laughs) She figured it out later. I did. Shocker. (laughs) Well, and it's one of those things, too, that you probably, even if you would have seen it, if it's not something you were expecting to be there and you weren't necessarily looking for it, your mind might have just ignored it. (laughs) Like at the the signs. So that's our story of love. The wallet will live in infamy now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, congratulations. Now we're waiting for COVID to be over before we figure out when we're actually going to get married. As long as you get there eventually. Our marriage strat. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you get there eventually. That's your strategy for getting married. I, I mean, that's valid. I mean, in COVID, I think that's the strategy of life. <laughs> Other than scream quietly or scream loudly in your heart. I knew in I your love heart. that. The scream loudly. Is yeah, that from, it's from Japan, Japan, right? Please scream within your heart or something yeah, like that. Please scream within your heart. Yes. Please <laughs> scream within your heart. Yes. Yup, we don't want you shooting those droplets anywhere. That can be the slogan. 
of COVID. Well, hopefully things will clear up in relatively near future and you can make more concrete plans for things. Weren't you going to have your yeah, wedding we on a pirate ship? Or a boat of or some a, kind. a boat, an older boat. Right. I enjoy this concept of wedding on a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> on a, like a tall ship. Yes. Arr, matey. See, then we'll have to have you guys come back and tell your story about having a wedding on a pirate ship. <laughs> we'll have to have a wedding story episode. <laughs> Follow-up episode. Follow-up. Or listener stories as well. Wouldn't that be super fun if we could do all three at the same time? Oh, wait, so we'll have to tell our story about getting friend married. Oh. And then they can tell their story about... <laughs> actually getting married on a pirate ship <laughs> and then we'll have to find another friend that got married in a unique Perfect, way because it starts with <laughs> fake engagements and real engagements and then fake weddings and real weddings right yes <laughs> i actually have had some people submit like crazy wedding related convention stories already so that's definitely gonna have to be an episode in the future as well <laughs> Today we have engagement stories, so I will just jump into the next one. This is from Cosplay Hopeful. Hope goes by she and her, and this is Hope's story. I actually have a fandom story that relates to my fiancé and I. Basically, we were high school prom dates. We actually met when he overheard me talking about Skyrim in high school. We stayed in a long-distance relationship throughout our college years and got engaged at the end of 2018. We stayed connected during long distance by playing a ton of video games through the power of the internet. The game that was the favorite among both of us since it launched was Overwatch. My fiancé actually made that relevant in our engagement. He proposed to me using a ring box that was a replica of the loot boxes in Overwatch. One of our close friends actually 3D printed it for him. It was definitely the best loot I have ever gotten. I love fandom-related items. I know. They just make me really happy. I know the one I see on the internet all the time that I really like are the Legend of Zelda boxes that say it's dangerous to go alone. I like the old school plastic Pokeball myself. The blue feather from Harvest Moon. Yes. Callback. That's so good because they are both kind of like around our age. So they grew up playing Harvest Moon (laughs) on the really old systems. So I don't know. It's just a throwback to old geek culture. Why are we not all cosplaying Harvest Moon? I don't know. Why is that not a thing? (laughs) I've had one of the girls on my list, like, forever. I know that there was a brunette named Karen, ironically, who was actually a really nice lady. (laughs) Wait, I thought Karens were supposed to have frosted tips. (laughs) Well, apparently not in Harvest Moon. Like, everyone loves Animal Crossing, but I grew up with Harvest Moon, so... My allegiance is somewhere, I think, in the fall or something. They're releasing one for the Switch. Yes, it's in the fall. It's I think it's around my birthday, and I need it. I need it. Someone should take a present in a balloon and float a ring to someone like in Animal Crossing. Because <laughs> you, you get presents float by in Animal Crossing that are attached to balloons. That's just so like, dangerous. Yeah. So someone should propose by floating a ring to right them. There. If you ever see yourself tying the ring to a balloon or oh, tying no. the ring to an animal, stop. And think about <laughs> what you're doing. 
Well, no, but you you put a lead on the balloon so it doesn't run away. <laughs> high risk, high reward. <laughs> the the you know, danger you, aspect is gone. It's just not as entertaining. One of those like octopus kites, and then flew it over to somebody. No, you can put it in a fossil. You can put it in a fossil, and Blathers has to assess it, and then he'll say it's an engagement ring. Looks like a long term engagement. <laughs> I do not believe we have this in our collection. I would have been really excited if someone had proposed to me with a fossil box from Animal Crossing. Ring pops are still a thing. You can still buy them. Yes. Is it a grand idea? I do do love me some theme boxes, though. They're my favorite thing in existence. So you hear that (laughs) ass theme box? Not, Not sending any hints here. Nope. I've already proposed to you once. So, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's her turn. <laughs> On stage, no less. It's her turn to fake propose. Apparently. It's, it's, I like how right. she says it's As someone else's turn. We just, we'll just pass the proposal around. Hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> right. We're like, we're not sure whose turn it is, but it's not mine. It's not my turn. I already did mine. Alan already did his. Yeah. It's Janelle and Ed's turn. This is where the ring pop comes into play. <laughs> oh. I'm noodling an idea. <laughs> oh, you're you noodling? Good, good. Said it was for you. <laughs> <laughs> no one said you had to propose to the same person that proposed to you in this game, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we, we can friend engage each other. We'll just all get Maybe friend engaged flash together. <laughs> Engagement overload. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about another real engagement. <laughs> I don't know. I- I'm kind of enjoying our plans for making this giant group friend wedding. Yes. Will they just charge us for one wedding, even if we have like ten a people? Friend wedding, just kind of like a con. It could be. I mean, there were a lot of really good photo shoot locations in Vegas. Colossal Con 2021. What? It could just be a friends giving with more white. That's true. We really did yep. want to recreate. Helios and Princess Lady's wedding with the entire cast of Sailor Moon at one point in time. It's true. It would be magical. It would be extra magical. But we should probably tell a real engagement story. I guess. Who says that this wouldn't be real? Well, it would be it would be real, but it's hypothetical right now. What are you trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Listener story number two comes from Shuby Cosplay. Chris, pronouns he, him, actually is kind of an, Chris is kind of an interesting story in general. Hi, Chris. I know you're listening to this because you listen to all of these right away. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. (laughs) Chris was one of the first people to message us almost immediately after we won ICL for the U.S. representative in Spain for 2020 slash 2021, hopefully not 2022. So Chris has actually participated in multiple international contests and had messaged us out of the blue, never met him, to welcome us into the international cosplay community. And he just wanted to let us know that it's a wonderful community and how excited he was to meet us at japan weekend and just wanted to like let us know how great the international community was i was like wow 
if this is what the international cosplay community is like, I am all for it. Because Chris is probably the most welcoming person I have ever met. Since then, we've had lots of fun conversations, and he's very excited to show us around Madrid when we finally, someday, get to go. I hear he's going to KatsuCon, which I am not. So I am jealous because Sky Pirate and Paragon might get to meet Chris Chris before we do. Going, I freaked out and immediately messaged him in all caps lock, yelling, Are we finally going to meet? Oh, we have to take a Peppy interlude. She's joining us. Peppy wants to be part of the podcast. She just wants to be involved. She wants to hear Chris's story as well. Who doesn't? So I am going to read the story that Chris sent me about him and his fiance, and I'm hopefully going to pronounce things correctly. And if I don't, sorry, Chris. Because I love your podcast and I want to be a part of it. This is my story of how I met my fiance. Elfia 2013, my first time attending this outdoor fantasy event in the Netherlands. I had my Geralt of Rivia costume on, and I was attending the Witcher meetup at the castle that is set in the middle of the event grounds. I will post a picture of this castle because it is intense and amazing. So she was dressed up as Yennefer, and we ended up shooting together. You know, those usual casual meetup things. After the event, we kept in touch, followed each other on the socials, and we decided to duo with each other for each of the Elfias. So there are two each year. And on the spring edition of Elfia 2016, we had another Witcher meet, and we duoed as Geralt and Yen to commemorate our three-year anniversary as a cosplay duo. So after three years, I had the guts, and I asked her to become my girlfriend. And two years later, she said yes to becoming my girlfriend, said yes to my wedding proposal at the very same castle, and at the same Witcher meeting in the same outfits that we met each other in. So yeah, that is how I accidentally met up with my future wife. The Harzolans Castle saw us become cosplay duos, partners, engaged, and soon married, for we are holding our wedding there as well. together now. My first question for Chris is, are you going to get married as Geralt and Yen? Because please. (laughs) (laughs) I will obviously link... Chris's account to this episode, but please go check out his costumes. They are intense. I just love this story because this is like 100% something that I would do. And I totally looked at getting engaged, <laughs> getting married in a castle because why not? Although my husband doesn't cosplay, so we met at LARP and he was wearing a jester's cap and face paint and I was <laughs> wearing a wench's costume. <laughs> And worked in the bar. I missed LARPing. It was a good time. That story (laughs) still makes me laugh. (laughs) Because I have seen him in his LARP outfits because I have attended one of their LARPs back when we first reunited. And it's pretty hysterical. (laughs) We have a good time. That's why I have, you know, leather armor and chainmail and corsets and fancy leather boots and all those things in my house still. Aw, well, we had a lot of love in this episode. I know. Now I want to go and do a photo shoot at a castle. Do we need Helios and Princess Lady to get married at a castle? Please? We really have, like, not enough castles here. We really don't. I mean, There's there one in Iowa, though. Is it made of corn? 
<laughs> no, I don't think it's made of corn. <laughs> there's, I'm pretty sure there's a castle in Iowa. Hold on. There's several in Illinois. A lot of them are just fancy houses. There's an actual Tudor style castle in like Oregon, Illinois, though. Apparently, there's one in Clinton, Iowa. That's not really a castle. Have you seen the pictures of that? It looks like a fake castle. The one that I saw is like a single, like short tower in a park. There's a cop. There's a bunch of those. But the uh, the one thing in Clinton looks more like medieval times <laughs> than an actual <laughs> castle. At that point, just go to Vegas and shoot at medieval times. I mean, I guess we could all just go to the Bristol Renaissance Fair too, or well, the Minnesota actually, Renaissance Fair. Well, the Tudor Castle that I was talking about in Oregon is at the Stronghold Center that they have there, and they have Old English Fair in the fall. All the things we can't do right now. No, no, this is a love episode. Love's not canceled, that's right. You can't cancel love. Even COVID cannot cancel love. (laughs) Hashtag. Oh no, I have the song from Sailor Moon stuck in my head. (laughs) Because you've got to believe in the power of love. It brings oh, meaning to each moment. It's what our hearts are all made of. Yep. You've got to believe in the power of love. It's a good thing you stopped singing it because we might <laughs> have to have paid licensing. I know. I made sure I stopped singing <laughs> it so we wouldn't have licensing issues. I also sang it off key so we wouldn't have licensing issues. I got you. I'm keeping it classy. That's now going to be stuck in my head for like the next hour. Good job. Well, is it about time to say goodbye? It is, everyone. We hope that you can keep the power of love for each moment <laughs> because it is yep. what your hearts are made of and you can stride Goodness. through. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just shut Elle off. It's fine. <laughs> we can't cancel love. Just because I mute you doesn't mean I don't love you. You can't cancel me. (laughs) You can't cancel me on my own show. Well, not if you're going to throw a fit about it. We're going to have a lover's quarrel. (laughs) Are we? Yes, apparently. Wow. Because you're going to cancel me. Apparently we're fighting. Apparently we are. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Wigwig, for joining us. Again, I'm Ashlyn. I'm not allowed to talk. Elle's here. We are Wig Wig Cosplay. And this is Shit Cosplayers Say. (laughs) Shit Elle's not allowed to say because apparently she's canceled. You've been listening to Shit Cosplayers Say, an LVC production. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PodcastSCS. Our website is lavicosplay.com. Have a fun, crazy con or cosplay-related story, absurd cosplay question, or just something in general to share with us? Email us at podcastscs at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, just because you can doesn't mean you should.